Welcome back to Red Flag Radio, Place the Inspiring Curious Minded. I'm your host, Gabe. As always, if you're watching on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe, like the video if you bring some value. If it brings some value. And uh, yeah, Spotify podcast listeners, please rate the podcast. This episode today, um, if you listen to the end of last episode, you'd have an idea of what's coming. But uh, I wanted to bring some value to the table that uh, wasn't at least directly from me. Because I understand that some people might view me as just this um, young guy having a go. Doesn't have too much uh, credit to his name, which is understandable, to be honest. And uh so I wanted to bring to the table information from someone who's had a lot more success than me, um, who's someone I aspire to be like, and that's a mentor of mine. I sent a mentor of mine uh, an email asking for life advice. Uh, I said, yeah, would you be welcome? Um, would you be open to giving me, and I can talk about it on my podcast, three to five pieces of life advice, general or financial. I'd be, um, you know, I'd love to share advice from a successful person to the people who listen to the show because I know the information you've shared with me has changed my life. And I want to go through the email with you guys. So let's rip into it, eh? Also, new setup. Red flag radio brought to you live from in front of two cupboards. <laughs> one day we'll have a set. All right. <clears throat> I need to grab some water. Hold on one sec. All right, bear with me with the reading. I'll be doing my best. Um, so his response to my email was, the further you go through life, you realize that life and financial advice are not only very similar, but they also affect each other greatly. Finance has not only given me, has, sorry, finance has not only given my life structure by setting short, medium and long-term goals. It has also allowed a better life through being able to choose my future rather than someone else like a boss or a bank deciding it for me. I'm sure we can all relate to that on some level. And that is really what financial freedom means, being totally in control of your own destiny slash life. Awesome. And I think uh, consciously or subconsciously, I think that's something we all strive for, at least at some point in our lives. All right, this is where um, the list of advice comes in. Uh, To achieve this, you'll need to do, one, do a SWOT analysis on yourself. Now, i.e. what strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats you have in your life right now. Basically, what tools do you have available to you right now? What makes you unique? What's your superpower? Don't panic if you aren't sure, but it is important to self-assess to know what you will need to work on. So, I took the liberty of doing one of these for myself uh, to give you guys an idea of, I guess, how I went about doing it. Um... I haven't run this past a mentor. Maybe we'll watch this. But uh, yeah, I kind of took the liberty of um, just writing anything down that came to mind. You know, you might think, oh, this stuff's stupid. It doesn't apply. I'd write it down anyway, just to get a good gauge on yourself. That's what I tried to do. Um, so here's my SWOT analysis. Strengths. Creative, ambitious, dedication. When I believe in something. Uh, I'm resilient. I have a positive outlook. I'm quite optimistic. Uh, I established healthy habits with money. I had the luxury of uh, being taught some stuff at a younger age, well, a couple of years now. Um, I have a desire to grow and learn. Uh, I consider myself a good listener and a good conversationalist. So, I, you know, communication skills I think I'm good at. I consider myself a go-getter. Um, 
I take initiative when I see value in something. Editing and design is stuff something I consider myself at least pretty decent at. Um, I'm confident, I'm curious, and I added this last second. My health, I think that's a great strength of mine. Weaknesses. <laughs> I'll just think at the end of um, after I read this. So my weaknesses. One, I have maths. <laughs> I'm not great at maths. I don't find it simple and easy. It's something I struggled with through high school, but uh, finance is a lot of maths. So that's something that I, I do need to work on more and I have been working on more. Working on things I don't like. Now, this is a positive and a weakness. Uh, sorry, this is a strength and a weakness, but it definitely is a weakness because I know people around me who manage their money in a similar way to me or probably a better way than me and uh, they're able to grind out work that they uh, don't like doing, which, you know, um, yields high rewards for them, you know, a higher pay. And uh, they're getting ahead quicker than me, simple as that. And they're willing to make that early sacrifice, earning that money um, and working on things they don't like for their future self. That's something that I find very difficult. I struggle with analytical tasks. That's just me. Like I'm a more creative mind kind of guy that, uh, yeah, stuff like that's a bit analytical. Some of it I like, but yeah, a lot of it uh, is numbing to my brain. Uh, my casual income. So for those of you who don't know, I actually only work casually, which uh, is definitely a weakness of mine. Uh, I, I, when I think about that more, it has its pros and its cons. It is something I've considered. It gives me a lot more time to work on things that uh, drive me. But uh, simple fact of the matter is, is it's not a great income, right? But, you know, how I manage that money is important. But, uh, yeah, definitely a weakness. <laughs> and... The last one I wrote was identifying weaknesses because, and it's a gift and a curse because I, I know there's way more weaknesses to my behavior than that. Like I'm not delusional, but uh, I'm sitting down here trying to think of them and I think this is going to come across badly, but I really hope you guys see where I'm coming from. Like I'd be trying to think of weaknesses and I'd be like, it'd just give me more strengths. Like I'd be like, oh, nah, this, but like also, nah, that's a good thing. And like I added those last few things to the strengths when I was trying to think of weaknesses. Um, so I do truly believe that that's a weakness, but also I think the good thing about it is it shows when my, what my brain's willing to do for me. My brain is actually giving me positive feedback, which wasn't always the case. So make of that what you will. I truly believe it's more of a good thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know I have more weaknesses than that. That's all I could come up with in this short time. I wanted to get it ready before the podcast, but... Uh, yeah, identifying weaknesses, a weaknesses of mine. Opportunities. Um, working on or in businesses I'm close to, I'm lucky enough to be, you know, have friends who are or be close to people who are working in businesses that I admire and, uh, you know, I'm doing work for them, with them, working on businesses and I think that's going to be some delayed gratification f- for me. I think that's going to take me down a really great path in the future. Um I have the opportunity to do some freelancing with my editing and design. That's something I could pursue for some extra money. Um, Red Flag Radio, this, you know, this is a great opportunity for one, just personally, and, you know, the um, good feeling I get off of creating this content, but also, you know, getting positive feedback from people, letting them know that I motivate them and, uh, you know, was there for them in a time of need. But uh, in terms of... This life advice opportunity would definitely be monetization, right? Like, you know, maybe eventually these videos get big enough where I can run ads on them, have income off YouTube, or even just sell merch off the back of, which, by the way, 
my DMs are still open if you want a red flag hat. <laughs> um, creative media industry, um, creative slash media industry, stuff that I'm passionate about, stuff that I care about, stuff that I'm good at and at least decent at and stuff that I'm willing to learn. So that's um, definitely an opportunity for me to get into that industry. Uh, the investments I have and my can, um, desire to continue investing, that's another opportunity for me, creating content. And yeah, and just the opportunity for my um, current investments to go up. Here's the threats that I came to. Uh, the industry that I'm interested in and uh, you know I'm passionate about is competitive. Uh, my optimism is also somewhat of a threat. You know, I like to think for the most part that it's a strength, but uh, you know, positive outlook can could potentially you know backfire. Threats. Also, just straight up unfortunate events like, you know, you don't like to think about them, but realistically they are a threat. You know, something big could happen that, um, you know, takes a big chunk of your money. Uh, you have to be prepared for that type of stuff. Fortunately for me, I am at least somewhat prepared. But that is a threat, you know. And uh, also just like investments crashing. That's also a threat of mine. So that's what I came up with for myself. Uh, I'd encourage you guys to do one. Maybe pause it now. Maybe do it at the end of the video. Maybe putting your schedule, I'm going to do a SWOT analysis on myself because that was actually a really like, um, interesting task to do. And, you know, when you take the time to sit and think about things like, okay, what opportunities do I have? What strengths do I have? Your brain starts working for you and you actually come to some, um, conclusions that you may not come up. You may not have come to before. So yeah, I'd encourage you to do that and clear my mental things is a good idea. So that was his first piece of life advice. The second piece of life advice was educate yourself doesn't have to be a university degree in brackets i don't have one you can access everything you need nearly for free nearly for three <coughs> these words <laughs> you can access everything you need nearly for free through the internet read as much as you can on all different topics if you are not educated you run the risk of either being scammed out of your money or making poor decisions either yourself or because you followed poor advice without the proper understanding. I started looking for a financial advisor, but I found very quickly I could only find someone that wanted to sell me something, someone that had no vision of my potential, or someone who had not achieved any financial success themselves. That's something I found very interesting, you know. Um, a lot of people give financial advisors a positive rap because it's not something that people want to deal with like and it's something that i've definitely considered on my um journey and advice where i've got this mentor as well because you know it'd be so much easier just to pass your money on to someone and they deal with it and it goes up and i'm sure sometimes that is the case but he's right it's their career and um you know that they're, they're definitely they're making a buck off you at the end of the day so do they have any and they've got a hundred clients do they have any real um concern about your money something to think about um i'm thankful that i experienced this early on as it drove me to educate and run my financial affairs myself great advice um i appreciate that and that's something that i strive to move towards <clears throat> number three find yourself a mentor to help with your education and direction preferably not a family member so you can access unbiased feedback and lessons learned from them this is why I have the great opportunity to learn from this mentor uh, and I really value it. And him pointing out that it probably shouldn't be a family member was also not something I thought about, but 
you know, I would also agree is great advice. You know, you'd, your family members probably are aware of your feelings and uh, as they should be, you know, people in your family should be there to um, nurture how you feel to some degree. But if it's someone who's outside your family, they're going to be able to be more direct with you and, you know, you'll be able to take it on board. Um, successful people will usually be open to give some advice, but only if they feel you are worth the time and effort. If you are not prepared to play the long game and are just trying to find a get-rich-quick tip, you won't find a quality mentor. You will find a dangerous one. Um, yeah, I think we've all probably fallen into that trap at some point. It sounds lovely. It sounds awesome. Get-rich-quick. Oh, man, it's so easy. It's not the case. You know, you might get lucky here and there, but it's just simply not not the move. Um, seek a mentor and uh, show them you're willing to learn and grow. This one, which is, I think, the first advice that I ever got from this mentor. Understand the difference between an asset and a liability. You need to grow your list of assets, brackets, things that put money in your pocket and reduce your list of liabilities, things that take money away from you. Think of those two things as the basic definition of asset and liability. Assets gives me money, liability takes money. This one is critical as you will notice most of your friends keep buying liabilities. The latest car, jet ski, clothes, etc, etc. And usually with debt, brackets, really bad idea. <clears throat> when you write your list of assets and liabilities, be brutal. My list looks something like this. Assets. Myself, health, and education slash knowledge. Businesses and the staff within these businesses. Residential investment properties, commercial investment properties, self-managed super fund Australian and international shares plus cash. Personal share fund Australian and international shares plus cash. And cash. Liabilities. Private residence. Uh, one and next one is private car 2009 model toyota with a 200,000 kilometers not the latest port this is a successful wealthy man you know what i'm saying and i like love that he added that in there because too many people are focused on looking rich than being rich or looking wealthy than being wealthy you know i think that's an interesting one to think about most people would list their house and car as assets but if we're going to be honest, the cost to run these keeps coming out of my pocket. Yes, the value of a house could rise, but I prefer not to use this thinking. I also make sure that there is no debt against my liabilities as this will compound the issue against me. I can turn my liabilities into assets by using the car as an Uber driver and letting out the unused rooms in my private residence, but I choose not to. I'm now winning because my asset list is substantially bigger than my liabilities list. Something this person told me was as simple as that. Assets list, longer than your liabilities list, you're winning. Something that I'm still moving towards. Still moving towards these things. This one was interesting. Understand the time you have available to play the financial game. Think of it as a game with four quarters. The first quarter, 20 to 30 years of age, the game starts. Second quarter, 30 to 40 years of age. Third quarter, 40 to 50 years of age. And fourth quarter, 50 to 60 years of age. Game over. Here's a note. The earlier you start the game, the more you win and the better your life will be. I was forced into the game at 23 years of age because this is when I started my first business. I wish I started earlier. How many times do you hear that from unsuccessful people? Man, I wish I started earlier. It's on repeat. It's like, like you know, everyone says it. And if you're watching this and you've considered trying something, start now. It's like I want to preach. Keep going. Start now because you will wish you started earlier. Um, 
Number six, understand compound interest. You can download a compound interest calculator off the internet for free. What you'll see is when you start using the calculator is that you'll end up with substantially more money from investing small amounts of money over a long period of time rather than waiting from the fourth quarter, 50, 60 years of age, and pouring heaps in at the end. This is generally what happens to most people. <clears throat> Life gets in the road. Marriage, kids, mortgage, etc. And all these things tend to not clear until they end the fourth quarter. Doesn't have much time for compound to have any real effect. Yeah, yeah. So what are you saying by that? You probably already understand, but you know, you're better off just continuously adding small amounts of money in opposed to getting to X amount of age and like, ah, oh, like I need to I need to put all this money in at the end. Uh, because that person who put all smaller amounts of money is actually way better off already. And you're not going to catch up because you're not going to catch up. Uh, I'll try and find a video and I'll put in the description of the effects of compound interest. You can watch it if you like. So it's a good idea to devote a consistent percentage of your wages to your compound machine. The government has helped you to achieve this by introducing the superannuation system where roughly 10% of your earnings go to a compound machine that you can't touch until you're at least 60. If they didn't do this, most people would get to 60, brackets, game over, and still have nothing to be able to live off in retirement. You can see life seems to always get more expensive, so it's important to save slash invest more than what inflation is at least. Personally, I would recommend 15 to 20% of your wages should be directed to your compound machine. Advice I've taken, and it's got me in a good stead. If you commit to a percentage, then the amount will increase as your wages increase. This will speed up your compound machine. And also, if you stick to a percentage like I've been doing, like you said, it increases as your things, um, as your pay increases. But if you work casually, it just makes the, you know, thinking, you know, there's less thinking involved. What's 20% of my pay? Cool. Move that straight away. And the seventh piece of advice, you'll need to realize that to achieve the above, you'll need to sacrifice and work hard over a considerable period of time. There won't be a straight line to success. There'll be ups and downs as life gets in the road but if you focus on the angle and keep measuring how you are going by resetting short-term goals to keep you on track, you will get there. I started with nothing but the commitment to the above as I witnessed the struggles in my childhood. I wanted to achieve a better life. I'm now in the final stage of the third quarter and I can't wait for the fourth quarter to start as I have won the game early. My plan now is to start the spending stage of my life 10 years early whereby I can spend and experience things brackets, liabilities, without any effect on my compound machine as it's now creating more than I can spend. Isn't that the dream? Don't come up with excuses why you won't be able to do it. Come up with your vision of the ideal life and structure a plan and strategy to achieve it. It's completely up to you. That's the end of the email. Very grateful for that information. Uh, very grateful for my mentor being open to me sharing that email and being open to sharing that advice with you. This is advice from a successful businessman, a millionaire. And as it said at the end there, he's generating more money than he can spend. And that is what financial freedom is. And like, like he said, finance advice, financial advice and life advice, he rolled them, rolled them together. He tends to believe that they're very similar things. And if you want freedom, they go hand in hand from what I can tell. It's hard though. Like I'll admit, like this is a position I want to be in. But also I do want to work on things that uh, fill my cup and I believe I can generate income off that. But uh, 
those things, you know, off the bat, aren't necessarily as um paying as many div- dividends as other alternatives. And this mentor, uh, very analytical mind, and clearly has a passion towards finance, which are, uh, well, maybe maybe not. I'm saying clearly, maybe not. Maybe he just knows what you have to do and he's dedicated to doing it. Um, I dedicate myself as much as I can, but it's not coming that easy to me. You know, especially, nah, I don't know. Like, last piece of advice, you'll need to realise that to achieve the above, you'll need to sacrifice and work hard over a considerable amount of time. I think you can do sacrifice and work hard over a considerable amount of time in an industry you love, on something you love. Um, so, to be fair, he's not even discounting that. That's kind of that was just my initial interpretation. But yeah, this is wonderful advice, um, and I really hope you guys took something from it. I would encourage you to do a SWOT analysis on myself of yourself. It was a great exercise for me to do, and really, and it can probably get you um, a better direction of where you want to go. You know, it's kind it's kind of like um, brainstorming to some degree. Like you go, oh, I like this, this, and this, and I'm good at this, this, and this, and your brains are going well. This job, this career path, this blah, blah, blah could be good for you. And I also love that he pointed out that uh, in the second um, dot point, it doesn't have to be a university degree, brackets. I don't have one. So this idea that you need to go to uni to be successful, to have um, a good income, to be wealthy, is a lie. I don't know if he, like, you know, I don't know if his stance is on uni at all. I just love that he added that in because... There's dreamers, there's people who don't believe in that system and uh, he's, a, he's evidence of it. You know, you, financial advice and um, commitment to money and understanding money is going to get you in a really good stead. All right, guys, I think I'll wrap this one up here. I'd love to know what you guys think of this advice below. If you're watching on YouTube, drop it down there. Good advice, bad advice. What parts do you agree with? Which parts don't you agree with? Um... And I think I like this idea of interacting with content a bit more and speaking about it opposed to just giving, you know, I don't want what I do to be lectures, but I can see how they come across as that. But uh, to keep content up weekly, it almost has to be that way. Um, Maybe down the track we can get a co-host on Red Flag Radio and uh, back and forth might be a bit easier to um, consume and it won't feel as lectury because I don't want to do that, but I do want to share valuable information. Um, all right, guys, we'll wrap this one up here. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this one. Uh, hope you have a good day, good week, good life. Take it easy. You know that they ain't even got it like that. You gon' hype me up and make.